from The Vampire Song by Concrete Blonde. They used to dance in the garden in the middle of the night. They were naked as the day they were born, skin all bone china white. Oh, you were a vampire, and I may never see the light. This is Gothic. Season 4 of the Gothic Podcast may contain sensitive material not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. I've slipped my noose. Hayashi may have thought to eliminate me, but he will come to regret discarding me. Or perhaps he will simply forget. It doesn't matter now. The keepers, too, set their snares for me. But I am a true magician and even a charlatan pretending at my craft knows how to slip a rope. There is no trick to my magic, however. I have no need of a lovely assistant to draw the eye while I perform mundane sleights of hand. No, my assistant has given me far more tangible aid, though I don't know if she yet realizes it. But she's the one who led me to the roads. These ghost roads... I'm unsure if they are hers or simply something to which her rift was attuned, but they have proven remarkably useful in traversing the city unseen. Unseen by Hayashi. Unseen by the keepers. Unseen by the very guide who led me to them. How ironic it is that my walking between the worlds should allow me to be present and unseen just as she and her companions walked from this world to the next. She opened the door, laid out the path. And I'm fixin' to follow a bit longer yet, I reckon. Hey there, Sojourners, and welcome back. For us here recording, it is a mid-October evening in the Portland Metroplex. Outside, darkness reigns and the ghosts and the goblins move slowly through the night. Haha, you said rains. Yeah. It's funny because we're in the Pacific Northwest. And we have returned to the City of Mist, where our rifts have made new discoveries, have encountered new enemies, have realized that they may be facing a very hard choice soon. Do they let the mist continue to muddle the brains of all those of the city, of the myths that are aching to come out, to become aware, to have their stories played out in the city, to let the Fedora people continue to keep the people of the city muddled and unknowing. Banish the mist or let it stay. Banish the mist or let it stay. It may not be quite that simple in the end, but we will see. Also, uh, congratulations to Jesse and Rachel. On their marriage. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we done did said vows and stuff. It was mm-hmm. kind of cool. Um, I got this groovy ring, you know, and I got a wonderful person in my life that I love so much. <laughs> Congratulations to Jesse. And you can hear Rachel on one of our uh, very early special Kids on Kids Bikes, on bikes. Oh, episodes yeah. that's only available to patrons of the Gothic podcast. So join our Patreon and get access to that. Also, if you join Patreon, you can vote on what game system we use for our specials. Oh, so yes. saith Eric. 
I don't know that I have ever put up one of those polls, but sure, that sounds great. We'll, we should we should do that. that we should totally cool. do that. We will. Well, when I said it earlier, you said it was a good idea, so I thought <laughs> I, I had license. I, I don't. I I'm already a glass and a half of wine in. I have no idea what you were saying earlier. <laughs> At least tonight, I'm drinking reasonably real wine, uh, fourteen hands, and not what I was drinking a couple of episodes back, which was Franzia and then eating string cheese with it. Yeah, that's a good combo, though. I don't know if I told you at the time, Patrick, but you said you mentioned you were drinking Franzia and I had taken home some wine from work, which retails at $125 a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you said that um, we didn't work together anymore, but I was fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough business. Let us return to the City of Mist, where other business is at hand. We left our rifts in a precarious position. Baz and Cadence had just taken the Bronco around and entered the asylum, the city asylum, that great pile of stone upon its hill overlooking the river and the rest of the city. They had gone to the back entrance uh, where the lower levels of the asylum back onto the quarry that was used to build it. There they found, though, that the quarry was filled with mist, was filled with fogs, fogs and mist that seemed to boil up out of it and out over the rest of the city. Was this the source of the mist itself? Perhaps. But they have come to the asylum for another reason. They have good reason to believe that their friend Echo is somewhere within. Ariel Farouche all but the avatar of Little Red Riding Hood, chose to enter the front doors of the asylum to create a distraction and hopefully also to provide bait for the huntsman, the huntsman who had slashed open the skies and created the reign of bodies and who now sought to kill the wolf itself, the great wolf that swallows up everyone, the mist. So that guy definitely made the reign of bodies happen, whether he intended to or not. Right. Okay. And now the huntsman intends to end the wolf that has swallowed up his beloved, his beloved Ariel Farouche, though he does not know her by that name any longer. So Ariel drove a burning car up into the, uh, up the stairs <laughs> of the you know, asylum and through the front door. Like you do. <laughs> Uh, definitely created a distraction, followed by a great deal of gunfire. This while Baz and Cadence entered the lower levels, and there they found, seeing through the illusions cast upon this place, they found a mad scientist's lab in what was the, once the old morgue of the asylum. Here, beakers bubble, tubes hiss and flow with strange liquids. And Echo lies upon a gurney, tubes attached to their arms, other strange equipment arrayed around the gurney, something very akin to one of those vacuum message uh, tubes, kind of close above Echo's head, some sort of essence flowing from Echo into that tube. But that wasn't what you initially saw that drew your attention first, especially Baz's attention, were dressed in a lab coat, one of the Howie lab coats. Like, if you don't know what a Howie lab coat is, it's what uh, Dr. Horrible wears in Dr. Horrible's mm. sing-along blog. <gasps> yes! Mm -hmm. Thank you, Neil Patrick Harris. You're awesome. Yeah, yeah, and also Neil Patrick Felicia Harris. Day and Nathan Neil Fillion. Patrick Harris, woo. Mm -hmm. And also Nathan Fillion. And Felicia Captain Day. Hammer. <laughs> the hammer is Ismail. my penis. But yes. Particularly of importance to Baz is that wearing a, a Howie lab coat with goggles and big black leather gloves and the whole bit is Hensley, the cult leader of the cult in which Baz grew up and which we saw some flashbacks to in the singing forest. And now I have spoken for far too long. It is time to find out what happens next. 
on the Gothic Podcast. Baz, what's in your head as you come out of the illusion of the old dust-covered, cobwebbed morgue and into this rather brightly but fluorescent lit lab space and see Hensley? Yeah, so is Hensley doing anything immediately threatening to Echo? Hensley has a large needle with some sort of liquid in it. He has a hand on a control panel nearby that has various knobs and dials on it. And even as you came in, he turned one of the knobs and more of that essence seems to flow up from Echo into that tube and away into somewhere into the asylum. Scariest environment imaginable. Wait, something is flowing away from Echo and into the... Oh, I don't like that. He's getting his essence sucked out. <laughs> he's he's getting dark crystalled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're getting dark crystalled. <laughs> Baz wants to leap over the table at Echo and uh, grab Hensley by the throat and pin him up against a wall. So maybe Cadence can, like, fiddle with dials and stuff. Okay. Hensley has a few effects that come into play. When you attack Hensley, you must first face danger. Take a help point. Face danger to endure a status in this case, because he will, as you come at him, um, he plunges that, that syringe oh, no. at you tries to find a place of skin where he can then press the plunger down. And uh, take, a, take a help point. I want to give you a help point. Awesome. I'll need to know how you're helping, Cadence. Inspired by Ariel's performance of the gate, I'm going to cause a distraction. I want to hop up on a counter and start kicking over Erlenmeyer flasks and beakers and shit. I don't think I want to mess with anything that's like, it, like, like has big pipes going into Echo or anything, because I don't know what that stuff does. I think what I mostly want to do is seek out whatever is like the likeliest looking work surface that has maybe a notepad on it or something and intentionally go for that and be messing messing that up so that Hensley's like, no, my research and, you know. Sure. There are plenty of stainless steel tables, stainless steel cabinets that mm -hmm. have plenty of things on them. Cadence leaps up onto one of those. Now... This may result in a roll here in a moment, but for now, this distraction is giving Baz a plus one to this face danger. So, uh, I want to use uh, There in a Flash, Sneaking, Uncanny Agility, and Hidden. So he's fast and he's hard to see. Uh, and then I also want to invoke Tunnel Vision as my weakness because he's actually really focused on grabbing Hensley as opposed to avoiding the needle. Uh, so with the help, that's a power of four, and I'm rolling face danger. Goodness, power of four, nice. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Even with the power of four, the result is still a six. Did that include the help? Jesus. Ooh, uh, no, it didn't. That puts it up to a, the seven to nine range. Woo. Okay. <laughs> At least that's something. <laughs> Hensley plunges the, the syringe into you, but somewhat distracted by cadence, but also... You have pretty tough hide these days. He presses down on the syringe, but only half of the liquid inside uh, comes through. And so you take a status of not sedated because it's not that heavy duty, um, muddled two. Drowsy. <laughs> yeah, drought, drought. That's good. Drowsy two. That is reduced by one from the sedated three you would have had. Got it. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. You are wrestling with Hensley, Baz. Uh, meanwhile, though, Cadence, you have leapt up onto a countertop here. You're kicking over things. The surface is slick now. Mm -hmm. You're mixing chemicals that probably were never meant to mix. Yeah. I need you to take the risk. Take the risk. Okay. Well, I want to use performance and I all eyes on me because of reasons. And that'll probably trigger also in the crosshairs for anything that happens as a result of this role. Um, mm, 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 mm. I don't know that there's anything else I could use, so I'll do take a risk. How come I only have a power of one? What's going on? Oh, it's because I used a weakness. All right. Take the risk. 
I rolled a 10. Great success. I do it, comma, somehow. The, my favorite result. No, this is fine. I mean, the sure, there are fumes and things, but those aren't going to affect you. So you can describe what this looks like as you sort of semi almost dance across this <laughs> this countertop. Yeah, I've been on stages before. You know, and coyote ugly style. Are, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally slippery. coyote ugly style. And I'm just like kicking over any any beaker that's like glowing green and smoking orange smoke. I'm just like I'm gonna kick that onto the nearest uh, notepad. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna start. Um, I don't want to like flip any switches or anything. I mostly just want to like create a bunch of chaos. So yeah, I'm just I'm kicking stuff off the counter. I'm like the worst cat you ever owned. I'm just like mm-hmm. batting things to the floor. <laughs> taking notebooks and like lighting them with Bunsen burners and dropping them into the sink. Yeah. And I think that's about it. And you know, anything that looks like it is a perhaps custom glass blown piece of equipment, like those, those things with like the bunch of curly cues that you always see in mad scientist labs. Yeah. And this is totally a reanimator mm-hmm. uh, style lab here. And this is, yeah. Anything that you, looks like a custom a piece of Tesla glass blowing equipment. Going in the background. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Only in small versions here, but yes. <laughs> it's like a paperweight. It's a Tesla coil, but it's a paperweight. The big one's on the roof. I'm going to smash all of the custom blown glass things and, uh, you know, just be washing things. Turn on the taps, you know. and <laughs> So you lean down in all of this dancing to turn on some taps? <laughs> Yeah, I'm playing taps, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're tap dancing. Yeah, I'm tap dancing. <laughs> Come on, audience. That was good. Yeah. Give yeah. us a chuckle. It's, it's funny. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. And so you do. But I, I also want to note that you said you were specifically not turning off any switches or making any, you know, any adjustments to those kind of things. Um, and so I want to note that you do see those things. There's not a lot on this counter, but right. uh, there is the okay. there is the console that's kind of a rolling console that uh, Hensley has right next to the uh, the gurney. Yeah, I just like I don't know I don't know what that does. I don't want to hurt Echo by flipping anything that could. There's also a big one of those big breaker uh, levers that is against one wall over Ooh. by a door. And there is uh, also, if you remember, there's also the stairs that go up and out of this uh, room, too. Oh, that's true. But there's this big breaker uh, switch, it looks like. It looks like a giant breaker for the power, perhaps, for the, maybe not for the whole building, but definitely for this room, you would think. Do I see a door either at the bottom or at the top of the stairs? There is a door at the top of the stairs. The stairs are exposed, and uh, they just go from from the floor of this room which is tiled with that linoleum that you find in schools yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And then goes up to a door at the top. And then there's a door down here that goes into deeper into the basement levels. I feel like I'm assuming that um, if any reinforcement comes for Hensley, it's going to come from above. I want to dash up the stairs and lock the door from the inside so that people couldn't get down the stairs. Well, that's definitely going to be the next thing you're headed for. But cool. that is... Definitely not happening quite yet. You have been doing your tap dance of destruction across a countertop. Mm-hmm. And although your what do you wear for shoe wear? What's your are they um, are they like fancy boots or are they sandals? What do you wear? <laughs> Did you say candles? No, oh, sandals. Do <laughs> you wear candles on your do feet? You wear do candles you? on your feet? You have some like heavy duty Doc Martens or something? Um yeah, Doc Martens. I was actually kind of picturing some like uh Slightly old-fashioned looking dance shoes with a rounded toe and a little bit of a heel. Almost Mary Jane-ish, but like slightly more elegant. But uh, Doc Martens would fit also, so. That's totally the opposite of what you just described, though. (laughs) (laughs) You know, catch me on uh, whatever day I'm feeling, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, those... That footwear that you have is <laughs> sizzling have the, and let's steaming. Let's the dance shoes. <laughs> sizzling and steaming some, discoloring a bit from the mm. uh, from the various chemicals that you have kicked over. Mm-hmm. Baz, you are a bit, a bit muddled. You have come at Hensley. You have done your facing of danger. So now you are going toe to toe. It's not hit with all you got. He has plenty of defenses at his uh disposal still okay so i'm marking drowsy as a minus 
uh or is that kicked in already since it like just happened as i was coming in for the... oh no it's it's very fast acting yes almost supernaturally fast acting hmm. okay so i'm i'm protecting echo so i'm gonna use protect the vulnerable and get behind me because echo's literally behind him now because he just hopped the table <laughs> uh agility frightening appearance because he wants to scare the shit out of hensley and oh, yeah. immense strength you are a frightening figure baz all right uh go toe to toe you're the mr hyde in this situation nice uh it's an eight with a power of three not bad yeah it would have been a 10 without that pesky minus two <laughs> on a seven to nine you get to choose one from the list now what you were trying to do sounds to me like you were either trying to give your opponent a status or uh, your goal was to kind of pin him up against the wall i mean that's fine he that's not going to do a lot for protecting you from you know the back and forth of attacks that he's going to have still available to him which may be fine for you but could you like give him a status of concussed or something? Like <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> concussed three is what I was after. Yeah, that's power of three, Stunned. so that's pretty good. Winded, yeah. Oh yeah, power of three, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm what I'm gonna do. I'm going to get him good. He does have uh, some defenses in play that reduces statuses given to him by one. So he is uh, going to be at dazed two. Okay. Uh, this will still in physical confrontation, possibly even in um, mental sparring, uh, give you a uh, uh, give you a plus two because that's how statuses against NPCs work. Right. While this is happening, while Cadence kicks over things and then leaps off of the table and runs toward the stairs, while Baz leaps over Echo, crashing into Hensley, and with just sheer force of uh, momentum, presses him up against a wall nearby. Echo, you, you have been dazed and confused yourself for some time ever since trying to protect your friends in the streets of the city from those fedora-wearing men in gray. Not all men, of course. And you only have intermittent memories of what has happened since then, being bundled into an ambulance, but a very old-fashioned ambulance, one with asylum written on it. Then you have a sense of driving across the city, of coming to consciousness only to have masked people standing over you, injecting you with things, placing tubes in you, saying, it's going to be all right, Echo. You're going to be just fine now. Your brain is going to be healed by <coughs> us. You don't have to worry anymore about those pesky other thoughts. We'll face it all for you. We'll fix you. You go in and out of consciousness on this bumpy, fast drive. And Sojourners, please note that Jesse is holding up a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what is an it? F what bomb. Is that? It's an F it's, bomb. Oh, it's it's an, an F it has an bomb. F on it. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a bomb with a fuse and a an F. and a little flame. It's all done in like cardboard and yeah. What felting. is that? Cardboard and lace? Did you say it's cardboard felting. and lace? Oh, felting. Yeah, it's a it's a felt bomb. But it's also an F bomb, and I'm gonna drop that because fuck that shit. <laughs> I, I love the idea of like coming in and out of consciousness at one of those instances. Is there any kind of lucidity where I can get more information of what's going on around me? Perhaps. Would you like to roll to investigate? I will roll to investigate. Ooh. Okay. Let's do. I want to use a power tag impenetrable mind and just kind of like hold on to what's going on around me at the moment. Oh, that's um focusing on Hensley, so I don't have to worry about. No, no. Well, he, Hensley's not there in the ambulance if that's when you're doing it. But also in this case, don't worry about that because in these moments of lucidity, from the moment that you were taken to now, is what we're going to cover in this investigate move. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Choose your tags and uh, roll investigate, and then 
We'll see where you come up and then we'll see what your questions are and we'll see how you learn those answers. Good, good, good. Mild success. Woo! Eight, power of one. With an eight, you get to ask a question about what it is you're wanting to find out. But I also get to do something. Um, so we'll just see what that is. Uh, what is the one question you would like answered from all of this time that you're in and out of consciousness? What is happening to me? I'm going to need more specifics. You've obviously been kidnapped. I don't think that's the answer you want. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, so I've been kidnapped. I imagine it's kind of like one of those scenes where you're going down the hall hallway and the lights are flashing overhead. Um, and I'm being like drugged down this dark tunnel and like you see like this montage of like people sticking tubes in me and hooking up electrodes to my body and up to machines and there's monitors everywhere and just turning around. I'm I'm hoping to kind of like getting a specific moment with Hensley to really figure out like maybe even try to reach out into their mind with a little hypnotic coercion which could add another one to figure out why are you doing this to me? I'll allow the hypnotic coercion level. So you'll have power too. So that's two questions. But the answer to what's happening to you, you get from, you get very little from the machinery and the tubing and all that. It's just very alien to you. But when you reach into Hensley's mind and when you overhear the things that they're talking about, you realize that they are sucking off your mythos in order to power something that aids and enhances the mist. Whoa. Sojourners, there's a lot of visualization that you're unable to see from Jesse because for some reason he always wants to keep this stuff quiet. I'm doing my part. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. But you get another question because you were prying into Hensley's mind with your siren abilities. Got it. Realizing that and getting really pissed off that it's something there to make everything worse again. Going definitely towards more of a, oh, what question do I want to pose? No, what's the what's the real purpose? Mm, there you go. Of, of doing this to me. Okay. You get a sense that... The mist existed. The mist comes from somewhere deeper in the city. The quarry, you have a, a visualization of uh, because you, you awoke for a moment and saw it even because that's the way they brought you in was from the same death tunnel that Cadence and Baz entered in right next to the quarry. But that fog that rises up, that that is somehow becomes the mist that spreads across the city. But there's something in the asylum that augments that, that builds it up, that makes it more powerful, that focuses it better. By doing so, the Fedora people, the men in gray, they are able to shape the city itself. They're able to shape the politics, shape the, the interaction, shape the power structure of everything by allowing some mythos to come forward a little bit, to subdue others, to pick and choose, to to shape the mist and what it does, almost like a bonsai tree is shaped. And so by doing so, they gain a great deal of, well, they gain all the power over the city. They are the movers, the shakers, the whatever they want, essentially, they can create and build and make. Now, by doing that, though, by reaching into Hensley's mind, by being just a bit more mythosy than human in that, you actually accelerated the siphoning process. No! Mark Fade on one of your mythos theme books. Oh, shit. Okay. Marking fate on Singing Sword because I figure at this point in time, they've separated that from me. The Singing Sword, I think we all lament, had no songs in the Singing Forest. <laughs> it provided harmonies in some of the extra yeah, yeah. tracks that I lost. Oh my gosh, I, I forgot but about it. But it will provide harmonies again in the future. I really wanted it to be played by a theremin. Oh! <gasps> 
Yeah. So in fact, yeah. So the that connection to the sword, to your relic, it's sucked away from you. Oh my god. You don't know where your sword is, even. You you won't know, can't know until you stumble across it, till you find it, till it, you know, comes back to you, whatever that connection is difficult now a sinister hand rises up out of the water in the quarry with the same <laughs> sword until that happens <laughs> or you know out of one of the latrines of the oh my God. of the asylum <laughs> the workers at the asylum we get in the side where the workers at the asylum are like what do we do with the sword it won't shut up i don't know flush down the <laughs> toilet man <laughs> dude let's have a plunger sword fight singing sword is anyway. actually just a singing plunger Oh, that's horrible. Anyway, okay, separated from the sword. That's crazy. Echo, you are in and out of consciousness, but now something's going on. Something is bringing you to the surface because there is, it's not just the hum of machinery. It's not just the pull of the drugs and the and the machinery. You hear the voices of your companions, Baz and Cadence. You may try to face danger against that status that you have already taken, that you didn't have a chance to face danger against before, that status of addled two. However, unfortunately, to face danger against it, addled two still comes into play. Okay. So that gets mixed into my minus. Could I argue that I'm helping Echo by making a lot of noise? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's something that was in the narrative even is your right. your voices, your mm-hmm. presence. Mm-hmm. And feel free to use crew tags. Yeah, feel free to use crew tags too. Three heads are better is still burned, but we recovered fight song. I feel like fight song would be good because Echo would could be, be like singing, you know, humming yeah. it to themselves. <laughs> I would love for Echo to like, you know, drowsily like put out the fight song. And we both return it back to them. Just start uh, humming the uh, yeah. the fight song from the musical with a episode. Help from my friends. <laughs> no, the fight song from the musical episode. <laughs> Do it. Burn it. Do it. Use it. Burn both fight song and three heads. No, three heads is already burned. Yeah, three heads is already burned. Oh yeah, that okay. That's what it was. Let's just kind of roll easy for the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'll leave. I'll leave a straight roll for the moment because you can't do this because you're more or less unconscious. I'm going to in, invoke your must tease taunt the target uh, weakness. <laughs> oh, all right, I'll take that. You're just like weekly whimper. Fuck you, Hensley. <laughs> but you're probably also feeling kind of overconfident about your ability to achieve, you know, to throw this oh, off. But I'm going to throw uh, in that weakness tag as well. Two weaknesses? Jeez. Oh, yeah. I got two weaknesses on this. No, no it's all. Oh, I'm like hooked up to tubes and shit. True. I think you should definitely use tight like that to maximize the help from Cadence. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Use tight like that. Got it. Um, That's a plus two. Mm-hmm. That takes me back to zero again. Oh my god! Oh this is wow! So complicated. All of that. Oh <laughs> boy! You are facing danger. I am facing danger. Oh, no! Oh, oh no! Oh, that's a bad miss too. That oh, was weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, all those smokes. weaknesses. You try to struggle up out of that daze, but you're not able to. It, the drugs are still just addling your mind. They're just thick in your head at the moment. You have a vague concept of Baz and Cadence in the room, of the shape of your primary antagonist um, going away from where he'd been leaning over you, but you don't have any, any means of acting at the moment. But Baz does. Baz has Hensley pinned up against the wall. What do you do, Baz? Uh, he wants to still holding him by the neck, kind of uh, rear back, and then throw him across the room. Oh, oh goodness! Yes. Just take me out to the ball game, this guy. Toss your nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> he does still have half a syringe left. Oh no! And anytime you attack Inslee, you have to face danger to or suffer the uh, consequences. Now, because of what's happened before, and because that is how I'm calling that narratively, we'll say that the status will be a. Um, status of two but it is going to stack with that other one so right i'm assuming that my other stuff is going to be uh 
These are related roles, so when I roll to throw him, I shouldn't use any of the same power tags. Yeah, so whatever you use for face danger, you're not going to be able to use for your attack on him, because those will be linked. Okay. All right, well, that's a net two for face danger. No! man! man. (laughs) Oh, it's a six. Man. Is oh. you are well in there. You are dosed up four essentially. Oh man. Okay. That takes oh, the place of the drowsy no. tag. So you're now yeah. drugged up four. At this point, he's just outright gonna like semi coherently wail for help. <laughs> Cadence, Cadence, help. Oh boy. Cadence, you're headed toward the stairs, but that's not far away. You hear Baz. How does it sound, Baz, from you? Cadence, Cadence, I need help. He's got Hensley pinned against the wall, but you see the Hensley's got the syringe like plunged oh. deep into him, and Hensley's let that go with the syringe is still sticking out of of Baz, and he's reaching into his lab coat and he's pulling out another. Oh, oh man, no, I'm turning right around. I'm going back towards towards Baz. Baz is trying to get it get it, get the wherewithal to throw Hensley across the room to do something to him and. Go ahead, Baz. Uh, since Cadence is helping, can I also use in sync? I'm just thinking that this could actually take Hensley out if it goes well. It could. I think you've got two on him at the moment. Yeah. And that two will apply to this. So that'll be a plus two. Okay. So if I use in sync, that gives me a total of a power of four after everything. Okay. Go toe to toe. That's pretty good. Yep. You're going toe to toe. Yes. Ten. Nice. Oh. That did it. Oh, power thank four. God. <laughs> Holy crap. You can inflict a tier equals power. That is going to make it a tier six if it's a physical arm thing. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'll also block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. He tries to stab you again, but he, you pick him up and just fling him across the room. And he smashes into the wall, hitting sideways like horizontally to the, Mm -hmm. you know, parallel to the floor Mm -hmm. and hits the floor. I see Cadence's help as kind of being like darting in and grabbing the hand with the new syringe (laughs) and being like, nope, don't poke him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just roars and... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Now he is unconscious, um, as far as you can tell, maybe dead on the floor across the room because you you flung him all the way across he hit into a bank of those morgue drawers and then fell to the ground just like a a body tray with a body on it (laughs) just pop out (laughs) not yet no can we stuff him into the morgue real quick (laughs) and lock is that what is that really what you want to do next no, I want to go over and um, start checking over the stuff that is hooked into Echo. Okay. And I want to see if I can, like, okay, so I don't want to hurt Echo, right? So if anything says, like, crucial blood glucose, do not remove. I'm not going to take that mm-hmm. out, obviously. <laughs> but if anything looks like the torture machine from the Princess Bride, I'm going to dis- disconnect that. <laughs> okay. Um. Actually, we saw Hensley turn up a dial right as we entered. Can I turn that yeah, dial back ba- down? Baz might even say, "Get, get the dial." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baz, though, despite your best efforts, you, you know, with that kind of tag on you, you try to keep standing, but you slide down to the floor, and then you get back up. But he gets up again, and nothing going to keep him down. <laughs> he gets knocked out. <laughs> I take a yellow syringe. I take a green syringe. Yeah, that was a dial he was messing with, but was he messing with anything else? You had better take the risk. Oh, boy. I like that one. I don't have that many things I can use. I want to use, um, I want to hit performance again, and I want to... How are you using performance? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to use it, but how are I you really using it? I really want to use it. Okay, so, um, in musical training the ability to like see what someone else is doing and pick up on it and follow along with it is pretty important so i want to make an argument that what i am doing is relying on my gut instinct that this is the dial that hensley was using and just trust myself that that i saw what i saw and baz get give give cadence a help by pointing (laughs) (laughs) uh Oh. That one. 
Yes, I'll be happy to burn all of your help points at the moment. Sure. I got five for cadence right now, so that only takes me down to four. I feel like you guys use help points all the time. How do you have so many? <laughs> we love each other. That's right. It's the power of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah take the risk. Cool. I'm going to roll. I'm rolling. I rolled a nine. Uh Oh, good. If things get messy, the MC will offer you a hard bargain or ugly choice. Oh, crap. Oh, God. You're going to get the, the dial done right. You're going to... So what this was doing was this is what was sucking Echo's mythos mm -hmm. out. You're going to manage this, but here are your choices. Mm -hmm. There were other dials being used. Mm -hmm. By just turning this one, it's going to stop that from happening, but there's going to be a psychic backlash. Okay. On, on Echo or on me? Echo is going to have to face danger against a psychic storm status of three Ugh. or you're going to do this but you realize that you're going to uh in order to keep echo from taking any harm you're going to have to interpose for a moment your own mythos into the suckage of the tube and you're going to have to take fade on one of your mythos tag mm -hmm. or now those two are good <laughs> one of those two um yeah no in in cadence's mind there's absolutely no contest whatsoever and uh i'm gonna sacrifice a bit of my own mythos all right what are you marking fade on um i'm marking it on oh wait i'm gonna i'm gonna mark it on my death coach because i can't access that right now anyway oh no i like the carriage one more time, Echo. Face danger, but for the moment, the uh, the minus two will not be in play. But the must tease <laughs> taunt target is still in there. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. What target is, is Echo unable to tease taunt? Because Hensley's not there. And the danger Echo is facing is like their own druggedness. That's the thing is, I don't have anybody to tease taunt. Yeah. Uh, they can't tease or taunt the machinery now, can that they? That totally makes sense. <laughs> Stupid machinery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You look like a tin man. Don't start with me. <laughs> Shh, your voltage is pathetic. Can I inspire myself? <laughs> now, this is linked because it's still the same thing that you're essentially doing. Right. So I can't let you use impenetrable mind. What do I have against me? The mist? The... No, the uh, the minus two from the mist addled is not in effect at this point. Because she's torn like tubes out of my body and everything. Something like that. It hurt. I just want to roll it as it is, actually. Also, Baz would love to help by like clumsily patting Got Echo's hand. <laughs> just, just like, it, it's okay, Come buddy. Come back to me, buddy. <laughs> it's okay. It's on the opposite side of the crew theme that I haven't used. Well, you used tight like that last time oh i did that's yeah. smart oh metal shop we never used a metal shop enough you guys i don't think we've used metal shop a single time, <laughs> a single time. In this whole game. we did early we did, did early. one time in the first like, episode yeah. or something yeah face danger yep let's do it there you go oh yeah that's a good one mild success you are still a little dazed a little addled but that uh status goes down to one rather than two uh, and that is enough to regain awareness and consciousness. Thank God. Can I like look around for an antidote or something to, and like change the game uh, so that I can get rid of some of this drugged upness? Just like flex really hard and squirt it back out of your. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Ew. Change the game. Is that a me change the game? No, it's best. <laughs> okay. It'd actually be helpful if anybody else would do it because I've got drugged four presumably working against me. Can I do it? I'm still awake. I'm like the awakest one here. <laughs> I don't think Echo should be looking for any drugs. No, no, no. But Cadence knows what's going on. So sure, yeah. Right, so yeah, absolutely. Can I take this uh, <laughs> tube marked like wake up? 12 and <laughs> take it out of Echo and put it in Baz. And take take a help from me because <laughs> Baz is, is like pawing through like trays and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, gotta... yeah. <laughs> Was Cadence dazed? No. Just Baz. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I'm the I'm the most aware. No, I don't Give be me like pawing through drawers and stuff and like. Give me know. to Baz. No, you're like you got like hoses coming out of you. I'll bring Baz Baz to you. Cadence uh, gets an arm under Baz and brings Baz over to Echo. Mm-hmm. Are you are you wanting to say your last words before you perish, Echo? Are you? <laughs> yeah, what's are these your dying words? I was going to change the game. But I hope not. Are you wanting to change the game? Like, what's going on? No, if you're doing this, do this. Okay, okay. All right. So if I have a help from Baz, um, I have a plus one. Oh, no, it's five. (laughs) I don't remember what happens. It's not describing that to me. Shit. It says the MC can make one of their moves. (laughs) Yeah, that's not very helpful. I don't know what that means. Well, that definitely means something to me. That's what I'm worried about, Patrick. You look around, you can't find anything initially. You got Baz over to Echo. Baz is roughly leaning against the gurney, peering down at Echo. Echo's peering up at Baz, trying to sit up. Baz is still just reflexively patting Echo's hand. (laughs) Cadence, you go over thinking that maybe the best place to find the, the antidote is on Hensley. No. Oh. Because he has the, the stuff to start with. Yeah. So you, you open up his lab coat and you start searching through a whole bracer of syringes just inside of his lab coat, um, kind of clipped onto the inside. You, you're seeing the there's labels and you're trying to suss them out and you find one that you think is actually maybe the antidote to it, which he would probably have on him in case he accidentally hit himself or if he wanted to bring back to consciousness somebody that he had knocked out uh you lift it up and you're looking at it and going yeah um and then hensley grabs your wrist and at the same time the door at the top of the stairs bursts open oh i didn't lock it (laughs) fedora people start coming through oh no it's missed minions oh no the fedora people what do you do cadence hensley's right in front of me He's just grabbed your wrist with his hand. Does he have a scalpel? Change the game. Yeah, I really want there to be like an E.T. moment of like, "Ah!" (laughs) just like (laughs) screaming in each other's faces. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I want to I want to threaten Hensley's life. If they keep coming down the stairs, I will cut Hensley's throat. Yeah, (laughs) I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) Stop right there. All right. What are you going to going to change the game? Um, yeah, I, uh. I'm going to hit all the things on my training. I'm going to hit performance, all eyes on me. I want to hit crowd pleaser because I want them to believe what I'm saying. And I'm going to also hit my weakness tag in the crosshairs again, because I think it makes sense. But I also want to hit death knell because I want them to believe me. Nice. So change the game with the power of three. Oh, hell yeah. So you're going to pull your mythos forward and like add the power of your, of your psychopomp to uh-huh. this so they feel that echoing out this man can and will die right here right now you know like that's what i'm trying to impress upon them okay i rolled a nine uh you create a story tag because you've now created three juice um so the story tag i'm gonna make scalpel scalpel because i need him to have one of those i want to i want to give a status to hensley which is um like moral peril <laughs> Or you could just stab him and try to uh like up the up him on the status track and actually take him out. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I want the guys to stop coming down the stairs. Right. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So you want to give a, a tier two status of threatened? Uh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you find a scalpel on him. He's got several sizes. The biggest one. So you pull the largest of his scalpels out and hold it to his throat underneath the goggles because he's not wearing the goggles they're like right above his eyes so you see you know his eyes go wide and he's looking past you at the guys on the stairs and he's kind of shaking his head a little bit like no and i'm just like growling like come any closer uh you get to roll convince Ooh, okay but you're going to get to add that threatened to uh tag okay to this as well as scalpel so that's a plus three plus three convince i've just used all my stage presence so i'm probably not going to be able to use any of yeah this is definitely connected all right so just the plus three i rolled a (laughs) i rolled a great success uh i rolled a 15 (laughs) they freeze up there at the top of the stairs 
because Cadence brought Baz over, it's like, and I realized the sickly state that Baz is in, even though I'm not doing the greatest right now, either. He's practically like slumped over them. Just like, I'm going to do cure disease. Mm. Yeah, Baz is like trying to climb up on the table with you, like, just a little nap. <laughs> you have a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> just a little cure disease. Let's see what happens. Uh, do you want to tease or taunt anything? Nope, Always. I'm healing Baz. You could you could definitely like taunt Baz a little bit. Like, <laughs> how did you let yourself get like this? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been hitting the sauce? Which role is this? You're trying to reduce a status on someone, so it's changed the game. Oh, oh no. No. Actually, would it be possible to help by like hissing in Hensley's ear? Like, we're going to walk over to the table. And you are going to unhook my friend from all of the things. You know what could help? You have to keep, you have to stay here. You have to keep him, you know, this is a very right. tenuous situation. But you can reach out and hand the syringe of antidote to oh. Echo. Oh, okay. Can I do- double check with Ensley first that it's what I think it is? Or am no. I pretty confident? <laughs> okay. You're grabbing antidote and handing it to me. Yeah, I'll hand the syringe to Echo first. The help point here, we'll put it up to a seven. And uh, with a power of one. Two. Power of two. Yes. So <laughs> the, the needle sinks in. By the way, Eric hates needles. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> Echo, what I recommend, I mean, you can do any of the things that are changed the game. But give or reduce a status, reduce a status, one tier per point is probably what I would do, which would reduce his current status drugged for down to dazed two. Yeah. That is exactly what I do. Awesome. You're you're still a little muddled yourself, so you don't get all the antidote into him. <laughs> but <laughs> like, take it, dude. It's gonna be okay. And now, Cadence, I think it's on you. What are you gonna do? Okay, what I want to do is, oh man, I've never held a man at knife point before, like frog march Hensley over to the table where Echo is and tell him to remove all of the tubes safely so as not to hurt hurt them and let them go. And I want to force Hensley to, to get Echo like safely off the table. You know what forcing is? It's convincing, but more forcefully. <laughs> Convincing, but more forcefully. Diplomacy by other means. Speak softly and carry a big scalpel. Um, can I use my stage presence things again? Is this a different enough? Uh... It's very close, but I'm going to say, I am going to say, go ahead. Yeah. I, before I was convincing the other guys, and now I'm convincing Hensley. And you convince them really the heck well. So yeah, mm-hmm. now you're convincing mm-hmm. Hensley. I'll buy that. I'm going to hit all three of my things from a stage presence also. And same thing, I'm going to hit in the crosshairs. Let me see if I want anything here. I want to do death knell again, too, because now I need to convince Hensley that I'm serious. And Baz will help, if you want, by, like, menacing Hensley and be like, you want some more? <laughs> what is what is the weakness tag for death omen on call? What do you, inv- what does that mean? What? Okay, when I wrote that, what I was picturing was, like, um, if, if someone needs me to ferry them to the great beyond like i have to stop what i'm doing and go do that i i almost want to i also i almost want to see it kind of as a as a weakness of inclined to be on call inclined to be on call as the death omen yourself Mm -hmm. i want to mark it here because i think your instinct is actually to help him along on his journey Mm -hmm. to death (laughs) all right Okay, so I've marked on call. Especially since you're using death now. And in the crosshairs, because <laughs> lots of eyes are on me. Um, is Baz helping? Yes. Okay. Uh, by snarling at Hensley, like, I will throw you across the room again. <laughs> <laughs> I will throw you. I'm like holding a knife to his throat. You're like, I will throw you across the room and again. And Hensley says, though, uh, because he can talk. I mean, Hensley says, I made you what you are. You should be thanking me, son. Yeah, what I am is going to throw you across the room. <laughs> that was poignant. Nice. <laughs> that was great. All right, roll it. All right, this is Convince, yeah? Got a power of six, and I rolled a 12 for a great success. <laughs> power wow. of six. 
Holy smoke. That's nuts. That is insane. Um, so I wanted to make Hensley safely unhook Echo in a way that won't hook uh, won't hurt Echo. Okay. Um, like uh, take all the hoses and stuff out, but in a way that like won't make them accidentally bleed out in 12 seconds or whatever, you know. All right. Oh, I had tight like that clicked for some reason, but it's it should should still be a plus five, right? Instead of plus six, this should be plus five with an 11 for your total result, which is still right. That's still a great success. And yes, he begins to unhook things. Now, you can't be certain, but Echo, you can get rid of uh, the last of your misaddled. And I want to look at um, Echo and Baz and go get out of here. Back down the tunnel. Baz, you know where the car is. But Hayden's can't don't can't we help stop this? Go on. Get out of here. Baz reflexively starts to head toward the exit. Baz heads toward the exit. Are you helping Echo go as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Echo, are you allowing yourself to be helped, or are you going to fight this and try to stay? Totally allowing. All right. Echo and Baz head for the death tunnel back out toward the Bronco. Cadence, what do you do? I think what I'm doing... Oh, God, everything's gone so wrong. So I'm with Hensley still in my grasp. I'm like slowly backing up towards the tunnel and I'm trying to remember how long it took us to get down the tunnel. But Baz ran and he's really fast. So like as they're going back down, maybe they'll take more time. Anyway, I'm going to act like I'm going too and taking Hensley with me. But as soon as we're out of sight of the guys on the staircase, I'm going to shove Hensley away from me and then shift ghost roads back to the other one that we came in on and 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 leave Hensley back on the one that we just left. Hensley is so close to death. I want you to face danger to not just help him along. Okay. <laughs> He's just like, you know what? I'm here anyway. I'm coming. <laughs> I might as well, you know, you know. <laughs> oh boy. Uh well in that case I should mark on call due to just what we just talked about. This is an outcome you don't necessarily want. <sighs> yeah, I want to escape. I don't necess- oh my gosh. Oh uh, uh, okay. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna hit roads on the other side. I want to hit by a nose, which I haven't used in a while. <sighs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. What was this? Take <laughs> take a risk? <laughs> no, it's uh, face danger. Actually, you're probably right. Um, I mean, it probably should have been take a risk. Take a risk. Okay. I can roll that instead. Okay. So take a risk was a nine. Okay. Things do get messy. Mm-hmm. You feel an urge, Cadence, the urge of your psychopomp. This guy has been beaten and battered. He's so close already. He's near death. He may be not responsible for everything, but he's certainly the symbol of the things that you have been dealing with here. And of course, your mythos wants him dead, wants them all dead, wants all the fedoras dead, wants to come out, wants to wants the mist to be gone, wants the wants the world to clear and for the story of your mythos to be told Mm -hmm. but you push him away you push him away and you shift into those ghost roads that other space when you do so the ghost roads are swirling with mist what and we will find out what happens next time unacceptable on the gothic podcast no Just get us the fuck out of here, man. (laughs) The Gothic Podcast is a horror and humor actual play audio drama produced by C. Patrick Nagel and Goblin Brook Manor, LLC. Starring C. Patrick Nagel, Sharon Gallery Lafournaise, Jesse Baldwin, Eric Halbert, and me, Kirsten Valerie. Our logo was designed by Jared George Art and our theme music is by Zoe Hovland. We stay afloat thanks to you, so if you can, please support us on Patreon and follow, like, and review us on iTunes and all our social media platforms. Thanks for joining us in the dark, Sojourners. Plot holes? I'm not saying there aren't any plot holes. No, we're too good to have plot holes. (laughs) Our plot's not holy.
Oh, it's definitely not that. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, a freaking donut here, man. Eric looks like he's never seen Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Er- Eric. <gasps> Are you serious? <laughs> what? Oh my God. All right, that's it. Podcast over. Stop podcast right is now. Over. We are stopping the podcast right now. Do not pass put go. everything on pause. We need to make Baz watch. We need to make Eric watch. Sit down in character. We sit down in character and we all watch. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh my God, Hensley. Wait a minute. Is that a television playing Dr. Harp? <laughs>